This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermeerva, and today in episode 170, we're going to be looking at some online resources that uh, you can use to learn about Ukraine and Russia and to share these with your children. So this podcast, I'm going to actually divide into two sections. The first, I'm going to talk about resources to learn about the current conflict, and then we're going to be looking at resources just to learn about these countries. And why I'm not just wanting to focus on the conflict is the fact that I really want our children to understand that there are people, real people, in Ukraine and Russia, and that these countries both have a rich history and many fantastic things going on there that have nothing to do with the war. Um, Also, though, as you study some of the history of the two of them, you can see um, where the current conflict came from. So let's just get into it. And first of all, let's just talk about how to keep up with the current situation. Now, depending on the age of your children will depend on how much you share with them, how much they're looking at the situation themselves, etc. And I'm going to leave that up to you. I'm just really going to give you some resources so that you can stay up to date and then you can figure out um, what is appropriate to to um, go over with your own children. First thing I want you to just be aware as you're using social media um, and looking for online resources is the fact that um, Russia is definitely trying to disseminate false information. So be very careful that something that you know you see and sounds legitimate that you don't just assume it is and that you don't just easily share it. So my first big thing is make sure that the resources that you are getting your news from are reputable. The news outlets, doesn't matter if they're left, right or center outlets, the normal news outlets are a good place to go. They are vetting what they are um, they're posting. Most of them have people on the ground. So, um, But when you're on social media, that is quite hard unless you know who you are following. And when you just see friends sharing things, don't just assume it is legit. Um, an example that I just saw today, so the one account which I follow, Sharon says so, which I've spoken about before, she's fantastic, I would thoroughly recommend that you follow her, and she talks about government, politics, um, and current affairs. She today just showed us how easy it is to fake things. She took, um, she made tweets, one from, as if it was from Biden, and one from Trump. Both of them looked like they'd done it. She took and she took a picture of it and she put it on her Instagram page. She's that's where she, you find her is on Instagram, and she put the little blue check mark. She showed how many shares and it it looked completely legit. What she actually wrote that each of them had said was obviously you know she just made it up and she made it very obvious in the, in it. But she said it took her about two minutes to create those two, and you could look at that and think it's their actual account. Now, if you went to their actual Twitter accounts, you would not find anything like that. That's the point. Most people don't. Most people don't go to see, is this really the person? 
She also shared with us, though, two other accounts that obviously somebody she'd followed had shared um, that were both claiming to be um, Ukrainian and they were claiming to be anti the Ukraine government. But they were completely false accounts. And one of them was the, the face was just a composite being made up from AI. And if you happen to follow me on Instagram, so you can find me at Funder Education on Instagram. A couple of days ago, just maybe it was a week or so ago, it was before the conflict broke out. I shared um, some pictures of people, faces who, that were generated via AI. And you really can't tell that it's not, it's not real. And so um, just because it looks like it's a real person, don't assume that at all. You really need to be sure who you're following. So come down to that. Who do I suggest you follow? Well, I already said your major news outlets. Um, Smart Her News. It's Smart H-E-R News. And I've spoken about her. She's come up before in some of our podcast episodes. She actually um, um, has people on that she interviews and she shares things and she poses interesting questions like uh, today she was saying, you know, all these uh, um, weapons, for instance, that the West is sending across to Ukraine, what will happen if Ukraine falls and these get into the Russian hands? So she was busy, you know, finding people to ask us and she will go and find people to interview and ask. So she's um, analyzing everything, thinking about it. She'd worked for some of the major news outlets and then started off on her own. The person that I get most of my news from at the moment is Mashi, M-O-S-H-E-H. I'm not sure if I've said his name right here. And he is using a lot of different sources to keep one up to date. And he's both, he's got, he knows photographers on the ground, he knows reporters on the ground, and these are reporters for um, lots of different news outlets. He has worked for a number of the outlets himself, so he is very well connected. And he's showing... Um, what's going on via maps, via live video footage that he's getting from people on the ground, um, diagrams and tables and, um, you know, sharing what he's seeing in legitimate news sources, etc. And so I just find it's, it's the one place that's drawing it all together. It's coming from lots of different sources, but he's vetting everything and these are all things that he knows. And so I just find it a very useful um, way to keep up. Then another one which I would give a shout out to is Ilona. She is a uh, travel blogger and she happens to be Ukrainian. She's living in the US and has been for years, but she still has family and friends back in Ukraine. And I found it very interesting following her um, because she is giving a perspective of, you know, just a regular person with regular people friends and just showing pictures of them coming together trying to make ammunition etc um, was very touching so I will have links to all of um, these Instagrams that you can follow if you're on Instagram and all the other resources that I'm going to be talking about today they'll all be in the show notes and you can find those at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com um, if you're wanting your kids to understand a little bit more about foreign policy and how how um, tricky it can be, iCivics, who I love and I've talked about it in many other episodes, has just come out with a brand new game that is about foreign policy and it's called Convene the Council. 
can find it um, on uh, they've got Android and Apple apps for it as well as you can play online and I played a little bit of it it's not um, necessarily anything to do with Ukraine I, I didn't play through all the different scenarios so I'm not sure if there's any sort of Russian things coming up but they were looking at different types of you know issues that come up and looking at sort of both the the pros and the cons and um, you get to be involved and it's it's done in a game form. Another general resource um, that you might like to use if you're wanting your you and your children to understand the size of Russia and the size of Ukraine is go to thetruesize.com and you can put Ukraine in there you can also put Russia in there and it shows you the size of those countries relative to other countries and it will give you um, you know, an idea, you know, compared to something that you can perhaps better understand. Obviously, go online and take a look, um, you know, go onto Google Maps, see um, the different borders of Ukraine, see, um, you know, the fact that Russia is trying to use Belarus, well, it has used Belarus, it's got troops there. Uh, I just saw this morning that Turkey is closing the Dardanelles Straits to, um, to warships and again here you've got older children I immediately went and pulled up Google Maps and had a good look to see exactly make sure that I knew exactly where that was I have actually been in that area but just had another look to see where it is relative to Ukraine and Russia and it's it's a good way you know when things are happening to actually go and and look and learn more about the world uh, now I want to just talk about some specific resources to learn about Ukraine and Russia. And there are a lot more about Russia, I must say. Now, these are not anything to do with the war, though some of the information will help to understand how the conflict developed. Um, but these are just to say about the countries. And I do think you need to make sure that your children understand that this is Putin's war, the war that he has started. There are many, 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 many Russians who are not at all interested in this war and have spoken out against it. Already thousands of them have been arrested in protests. So we just need to be careful not to kind of talk about the Russians and lump all the people in that because there are plenty who do not um, want to be part of this. And of course, there are many families who are split between Ukraine and Russia, you know, so I've, I just have to realize how difficult this is for the people there. So um, first thing is looking at some videos. I'm going to share the best video I could find on Ukraine and I will actually just embed the videos in the show notes. You can just watch them from there. Um, this one went about explaining a little bit about what the country is like and uh, it is actually done by a Ukrainian, so you do have an accent coming in there. But um, he explains, you, know, you could hear just as he's saying it, how to pronounce the capital city. So you pronounce them the way the Ukrainians say it, not the way the Russians say it. So I'm not even going to try and pronounce the capital because I know that the way we tend to say it is the Russian way. And uh, I, I don't want to disrespect the Ukrainian people. Then um, I'm also going to give you a link to animated histories of both countries. So first of all, of Ukraine. So if your children enjoy that, and this is obviously sort of both of these resources are sort of more middle high school level. It's, I'm not sure how you say this account. It's S-U-I-B-H-N-E. I don't know how he says that, but they were animated histories of many different countries. So um, they are also for Russia. So under the Russian resources, I'm going to give a link to that Russian one. And then 
for younger children, um, this would be sort of upper elementary, middle school, Duxters is a good resource. They have information about all the countries of the world. It's just nicely laid out, very straightforward, and you can see something about the culture, the language, just all the basic things, famous people from the countries. And I'm going to link directly to their page for Ukraine and also their page for Russia. Um, then let's talk about some unit studies. And I found one on Ukraine that's a bit older. It's 2009, and I don't know if it's been updated, so you may find some of the links don't work. I, because I was obviously doing this in the moment, I decided to change up what I was going to actually share with you today. Um, so I didn't check on all the links, but I'm sure many of them will work. And it's just all free. It's online unit study on Ukraine with lots of different um, links to, to videos and lots of ideas on crafts, etc. So let's now look into Russia. Um, first of all, you can look into how Russia uh, was created and Ted Ed has some good um, lessons on that. So the first one is, well, there's one called Where Did Russia Come From? I use this in uh, my high school geography class, Funda Funda is the sponsor of this podcast and uh, I teach their geography class, their world geography for high school. And um, so some of these ideas, the true size one that comes out of my, my geography class, I just went there and looked for some of the resources I use. And this is also one that I use, where did Russia come from? So it's a short video. Why I like TED Ed videos is because um, they're divided into four parts. Watch, think, dig deeper and discuss. So obviously the watch, you watch the video they create. Then think has um, multiple choice questions. So it's a good way just to check and see that you understand it. Dig deep, obviously, goes deeper into it, and then the discussion questions if you want to take it further. They have a second one, too, that will be useful, and it's called Why Putin Wants Ukraine. So you've got both of those that you can dive into. Then another resource I use um, a few times in my geography class is called Geography Now. It's a YouTube channel and they have, unfortunately they haven't reached Ukraine yet. He's busy going through all the countries of the world and he's got as far as tea right now. So Ukraine is coming and maybe if you're listening to this in a couple of days, maybe I'll hurry up and jump to that next. Um, I don't know how long it takes him to do it, but he does have a, he has one on Russia so you can go and and look at that um so and then there's also the animated history that i mentioned before and the ducksters that you can go and see all of those things then two unit studies and the interesting thing was when i started looking for unit studies and the unit studies are typically you know sort of fourth through eighth grade you can even use them for a little younger the two that i found are actually from um, people we've had on this podcast. So I was quite excited about that. The first is from Randy Smith at Peanut Butter Fish Lessons, and she came and spoke on um, media bias. Uh, again, she's actually the one that I learned about Sharon Sesso from, and go and listen to that one, especially at this time. It's really helpful. And she has one, um, it's Learn About Russia in Your Homeschool. And again, I'll put the link to it. And then Samantha Shank, who came on a little while ago to tell us how she funded her, um, her university studies through do, creating online resources for homeschoolers and learn in color. She has a Russia unit study. So both of those are free. They're just online. And so definitely go and check those two out. Other ideas. 
you can go and look for flag puzzles and get your kids to put those together to learn about the flags. You can go and find um, the language. You can easily go and find places to listen to the language. You can find quizzes on both the countries. And even if you don't know everything in the quiz, doing the quiz itself. So you could go on to Kahoot, Quizzes, Quizlet, or my favorite, Sporkle. Any of those, and go look for those countries. And you can learn as you do the quiz. You can do them together as a family, see how many you get right. You could research for the answers and ones you don't know or just look and see what they were at the end. I'm going to link to one Sporkle quiz on Russia. It's the one that I use again in my class and um, it's called Russia Geography Bunker. If you've got younger kids, you could also get coloring pages, both of the flags. Okay, Ukraine's is very simple and by now you probably know what it looks like. Um, Russia's is more complex, but you could also just get coloring pages from those countries. You could have um, like St. Basil's Cathedral that um that you could print out and things like that to do it with kids then you may want to do some projects so if you do want to stop you know, especially if you've got younger children and you could just kind of set a pause on things and just spend some time studying these countries you can also get your children to create some projects and do the research themselves particularly if they're like in middle school and again these are ideas that i use in my own geography class you could get them to create a children's book story jumper is um, what students right now in my uh, geography class have just been using to create books on eastern europe so they actually have created um, on ukraine and russia um, and it's, it's really easy to learn to use you could do get them to create posters either with digital ones or physical ones now if you're doing digital an easy way is canva which is free again so story jumper and you could get them to make a slideshow about the country or they could even have one comparing the two countries and you can um, use google slides is available to everybody because it's free and online and it's very easy to learn to use so I hope these have given you some ideas. If you have any other good resources, do come over to our um, podcast community on Facebook. It's the Homeschooling with Technology community there. And again, the link will be in the show notes. Come and join us there and let's carry on the discussion. If you found this useful, I would love it if you shared this with friends so that um, they've got some resources to use for their own children and that maybe they will uh, find use out of the rest of this podcast too. So thank you for listening in again, and I will see you again, same time, same place, next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.